Welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Ian's Untitled Scenes Show. I'm laughing now because I'm looking at Ricky Armolino pet his awesome dog. We are in Ricky Armolino's private studio here in Lancaster, PA. What's Hi. up, buddy? Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm okay. We had Good. we had a lot of weird talks that show that we are way more connected in our past than I ever thought we would be. Yeah, yeah. We uh, you can decide how much of that you'd like to reveal. Oh, to we're not going to reveal any of that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Wow, <laughs> wow. I like to tease people. I like to, you know, all the people listening are like, wait, what are they talking about? What can they possibly do? I'm sure we're not deep doing down that. they appreciate that. That mystery. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure we live in a society that likes mystery anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. I try to bring a little of it, uh, a, a little bit of it back just because my niece, uh, she, you know, she's very smart. She's nine, but mm -hmm. she's, she's actually turning out to be very, like, really smart. And I watch the stuff that she watches on YouTube and TikTok. And, um, I actually almost, I almost got emotional over it because she was like talking to me about reaction videos. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, like, I'm not going to be the guy in his thirties, like <laughs> telling everybody how much he hates reaction videos. I'm, you know what I mean? Leave like, that to me. I'm yeah. good at that. Yeah. 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 But I mean, <laughs> you know, ridiculous. Like why? Ridiculous. And so she actually brought them up to me and she was like, I don't, I don't like that because it just makes me wonder why I don't just watch the original video going right. on in the background. And I was like explaining or I was like, well, right now, um, these people who make videos that they have to keep making more content. And of course, they're not going to have the time to think about and create a music video for somebody to watch. So they're just going to take somebody else's work <laughs> and put it there, which I don't care. I'm not I'm not you know Lars Ulrich or, or whatever you know I mean, I'm not like yeah. whining about Napster download it I don't care stream it whatever right. Uh, right. but the idea of just being able to make content out of just plopping a camera on yourself and putting it on top of somebody else's do you know how long it takes to light those scenes oh yeah I'm sure <laughs> take, you know what I mean and somebody's right. just like oh pop that on my channel and I guess there's royalties and stuff so maybe I'm I, I, I but she already kind of been like I don't know, I think that's kind of weird. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you're the best. Oh, my God, right. she's figuring out the system. <laughs> it's already. She's already thinking yeah. about content. She's taking the red pill already. Yeah. That's good. That is good. Yeah. I the idea of red pilling people is so funny because every side has their idea of what red pilling <laughs> right. is. Yes. And personally, I like, I kind of like the, um. If you know, if you listen to Hawk lyrics, you know that I'm not very friendly towards what? the political right. That's crazy. But I do love their idea on red pilling people. Sure. And we always have this running <laughs> joke where, like, if me and like Spencer left his girlfriend in the bus for a little bit, I was like, "Yo, Adam, let's red pill Nadia and get her into QAnon." <laughs> this is a this is a prank on Spencer. <laughs> Now, did it work? Is she now full no, we QAnon? Didn't her, oh, we didn't okay. get around to it. I think we probably just, you know, got high and hung out and watched, yeah, there you go. watched something. That's kind of red pilling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's true. Well, man, I, I got to say, by the way, happy holidays. Happy holidays. We're we're seeing each other right before the TOTA reunion, which yes. is pretty crazy. So we're going to talk about a lot of shit, but let's make sure we actually like talk about this a little bit. So how did the whole reunion thing come into play in the first place? I just got a text message from uh, the area's main promoter. Okay. 
Jeremy Weiss of the CI companies, CI records and uh, CI promotion. I think that's CI promotion. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, but it's got to be. <laughs> so he was like, hey, August Burns Red was saying because uh, Texas in July was going to be on the shows. He was like, right. ABRs talking about having you guys do uh do a reunion and i was like i mean i'll ask the guys and i was on tour so i kind of drug my feet in responses a little bit Ah, just because i was so busy so you know it was like right on like the day before announcement he's like are we making this happen and i'm like you know just (laughs) double checking like are you guys sure you want to do this like yeah you know we're like all right we could just use the hawk stuff so um you know i had to text around and we had to like this or the apocalypse had a lot of members, but right, you right. know, it's, it's a little unceremonious for me because I just, I'm so busy all the time. I'm right. I'm currently writing for this band burn of the sky and I'm working with this band Lucence, and I'm working with a couple different singers in this area and I'm working with ice nine. I'm touring with them and then mm-hmm. I'm working on new Hawk and we're trying to make our own music videos and nice. all this stuff. And like, and, and I can only, put so much time aside for individual things so we've gotten together we've rehearsed a bunch of times i just really haven't sat down and conceptualized what it is to return to my life from seven years ago right yeah as a as a more bitter man (laughs) with trauma and shit you know yeah you didn't say more experience more well thought out mature anything just trauma Trauma. yeah just (laughs) And I'm listening to these songs now for the first time in a while. Right. I mean, like, nobody goes on, like, 38 tours and gets, like, dropped by, like, four labels. Right. And looks back on it as, like, all right, guys, the happiest <laughs> years of my life. 2021. They were Woo. They were wonderful. And our, our fans were always really cool. I made so many friends from those years. Good, and good. I accumulated. Most of the things I got out of this through the apocalypse years were, like, people skills. Mm-hmm. I learned how to be incredibly manipulative <laughs> and not kidding <laughs> because we were getting these tours just because people liked us. They like, it'd right. be like Ricky's a great guy. Get him. We'll, we'll, we'll give him that tour. Even yeah, though put we him were on. drawing nobody. Gotcha. No, okay. Gotcha. No, the van was great, but it's so funny because I'm coming back to those songs. Now I'm listening to them mm-hmm. and n- about nobody's performance, but my own, I've got some notes. Uh-huh. I was like, who, who was letting me use these takes? Who's doing it? Wasn't it you? Yeah. Okay. Just checking. (laughs) I mean, there had to be an adult somewhere. And then like, you sure you want to use that lyric? I was so, I was just so hell hell bent on being different. Ah, sure. And and now I've spent so many years in a studio trying to make things that are, are enjoyable for more people. Like, Mm -hmm. and and that's, there's, I don't know, there's a wider discussion there, but you know, so this or the apocalypse were, were many years that we were like, there was this amount of creative principle that was applied to things, which I appreciate. Uh, I appreciate a degree to that. There has to be creative principle put into things. But at the same time, when you get older and you look back on the things that you were incredibly creatively principled about, mm-hmm. sometimes you're like, really? That, yeah, that was the thing. That I was where I was on. drawing lines. Right. right. Okay. I could have used the, I could have used a little more mentoring <laughs> because I was like, incredibly stuck on on um i always wanted to reference literature so um mm-hmm. you know monuments was all romantic era literature like emily uh dickinson you know william blake and shit like that and then haunt what's left was full of like um like n- 
you know, sort of like civil rights era literature and the also um, like Langston Hughes is one of my all time favorite authors. Sure. So it's like, yeah. but I don't think anybody who even has a degree in lit would have listened to that album and <laughs> known that I was creatively <laughs> pulling lines. Nobody would have known because they're just words. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. But that was like what I forced Josh Wilbur to like really agonize over with me was that I could walk away and feel smart and be like, I referenced uh, Ralph Ellison. Ah, you know what I mean? And yeah, that's yeah. just not something that was to impress myself, which I'm sure some of the things it we worked. do is to impress ourselves. Right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 But <laughs> it's just funny that like now I, I was just like, you know, I really wish I would have impressed myself with like how I, uh, how I looked on stage <laughs> or like how I actually hit the notes. You know uh, what I mean? Okay. Sure. Because I'm pretty sure there's a thing that bands do, and I can say, I almost like look at being in a band. It's like a psychological phenomenon with like the group of people in them, because or like you know, I'm I'm I don't know anything about sociology or anything like that, but I'm sure that this it would be a great spot if you're looking into like in very specific topics. But like, sure, having people here, people make stands on things, and like so, so for an example, and and I've. It's so funny because I sometimes work with these young men who I'm like, oh, my God, I was one of I was one of those. I was Uh, one of them. And I I find myself I am literally debating a a, a younger version of myself in the room. And which brings a fierceness into, you know, my arguments, you know, that is sometimes scares me. No, I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, you're you're, you're in a situation where like so somebody um, Sometimes people think it's, uh, you know, when they're working on a song, like I'm supposed to help them turn their poem into a song or whatever. And it's hilarious because that's how I used to feel. And and, and now I'm just kind of like, nah, nah, it's, it's not going to work like that, man. Like gotcha. you're, 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 you're just crying into a black void of nothingness <laughs> and, and, and no, no signal is going to return to you. Uh, you know, just let's let's simplify this a little bit there you go. but you always see when somebody is really um you meet these people who are highly principled about specific things and you mm-hmm. meet the guy and he just won't shut up about like no his lyrics and the thing about his lyrics and his lyrics and when you finally get around to the voice that's enunciating the lyrics it's not very good uh, and you're like you know what man and i actually called it with one guy i remember being like you're not very good at vocals, so you think you can distract me from that by rattling on about Oof. these lyrics like you're fucking Chaucer. You know gotcha. what I mean? Gotcha. And it's something that all of us do, and I find oh, that sure. in myself all the time yeah. where I'm like really like hung up on this one detail, and then all of a sudden I get to the next step, which is a massive important part, and I'm like trying to rush through it gotcha. because I'm just done. Mm-hmm. And it's like, did I just give myself a random hill to die on? So that I could distract myself from the fact I suck at something else, but still feel, huh? You know, still feel like I don't know, like like I I care, you know? Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, right. I'm always trying to figure out how full of shit I am. <laughs> well, are you sure you don't want to be a therapist or a psychologist because you you just analyzed everyone pretty damn well right there? Oh yeah, uh, that it's 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 a problem for me <laughs> and my family. <laughs> Well, my, I, da- my dad's before I'm like, you ever think about taking your own advice? And I'm like, no, no, of course no. not. Now, does your here's a question: Does your dad look at you in a similar way 
of experiences and doing things in the same way you look at these bands where you're almost like a father figure. I'm <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing at the dog's look. <laughs> I know, he, he'll make that noise yeah. at you. My dad's incredibly supportive about what I do. And, yeah. I will, I, and, and, and I will say, I think there have been a lot of points in my life that he might have been one of the only people, even out of friends, that was just like, keep going. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, he's he's been kind of like, dude, just, you'll be fine. Just yeah. keep going. That's great. And I think it's, I think there's a part of him that, uh, you know, I didn't actually know this until later on. There's, there was a point of time he wanted to be an actor and he oh. was an extra in, I forget what film, like you just see him on the sidewalk as yeah, yeah. a car blazes by. <laughs> and he always talks about, it. he was like, I waited around for like 12 hours that day to be in like a quarter of a second of this movie. And, uh. And it's funny because I think that was something he was kind of interested in at a certain point. So sure. I think he probably sees some of that. But um, I, there was a period of time I had to move in with them. And it was after this or the apocalypse started touring. And I they saw like my list of contacts and my methods for like I, I was um, I was booking a tour because uh, when we first started, I was like doing that. Everything. Yeah. And I was treating it like a business and I had like a way of going about it. And I remember him being like. You've already got you you've you've already got how many contacts? And I was like, yeah, well, you know, I, I had a uh, I had a couple friends who had toured, and they uh, I was like, hey, can I get that? Um, you guys, uh, what do you what do you call that? You get uh, you get all your sheets. I'm oh. trying to remember what it there there was Just contact actual, sheets or no, there's like a term for it, your itinerary. Oh, or whatever. sure, yeah, yeah. So you get all the promoters. All I would write them all down. Right. And I actually managed to call a bunch of them and be like, hey, uh, my name is blah, blah, blah. And just kind of introduce myself in a way where like, I, I'm sure a lot of them were like, hey, hey, th thanks. Thanks. Bye. Sure. But like, I actually made buddies with a few people who were like, oh, that's great. You're yeah. doing what? And I was like, yeah, so I'm trying to book my band. We're like a local band. But, you know, and and I actually ended up starting to, to network quite a bit. And these were like people that I'd remind myself to like text every now and then <laughs> and like. And so I'd like book these tours and I remember my dad, I think he realized I was kind of running my band similar to how he runs his, he does like law enforcement stuff. Ah, okay. So I think that we kind of, we always sort of connected and then my band was going very bad at points. Sure. And things were always on the verge of falling apart. And I think he also related to that as well because there had been right. a lot of points that he had gone through that too. And um, he was always able to give me really practical advice. Okay. Like, that's yeah, great. very like, hey, when things are going bad like this, um, you know, he always gave me the, um, you know, always have a side gig that you can pull pull money in and sure. like always make sure that the side gig is available to you. And the reason why wasn't so much for the money, but for the, for the, the, the mental, state that is required to make difficult decisions hmm. because if there's not a hair of like this isn't the end of the world because if everything's the end of the world and everything's always like your career is on the line you make some bad decisions yes. out of desperation mm -hmm. so i always have to have a certain amount of like eh, fuck it if it falls apart i'll just do this right you know right. what i mean i have to have that makes sense yeah you have that parachute you yeah. have a separate area to land and that's kind of what you said at the beginning you've got ink you know you've got that tour you've got hawk you've got this or the apocalypse and then you've got making other people's music as well and writing and doing videos and stuff. doing videos yeah, yeah all of that all together and playing hades on the nintendo switch every like once or twice a <laughs> week 
<laughs> love that game. I don't even honestly. I don't even know what that game is. It's it just won uh won some like huge award uh, for like they just finally added video games to the a Hugo Award. Oh, okay. It's the first video game to win a Hugo Award. It's interesting. It's made okay. by a small team, mm-hmm. and it's just a it, it the it's it's all illustrated, and it's uh it's called a roguelike. Interesting. Where you fight, you start, you just it, 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 you remember when you like you played like Super Nintendo games? Oh, sure. You pop yeah. it in and you play till you die. And yeah, like Lion King or whatever. You know those sure. those uh, games. It's kind of like that. Okay. Only you, uh, they actually managed to tell um, a really cool story using the fact that you have to keep dying over and over and playing this game huh. over and over and getting better and you keep dying mm-hmm. and somehow the story keeps moving forward because all the characters are aware of the it's it's about Hades' son Zagreus mm-hmm. trying to fight his way out of hell right and 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 uh, which is very difficult to do. And as with every single attempt, he keeps improving his relationship with all of the different characters who are, you know, conscribed to the laws of Hades ah. in order to stop him from escaping hell. Right, right, and right. It's actually okay. like, so it's like a little bit like a, you know, it's got like a little bit of like, um, like kind of like a teen drama type thing slightly, but sure. like the dialogue is so well done and 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 casual and you start learning about the storyline of like why he wants to escape and 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 it actually like starts telling a bigger picture of his relationship with his father okay and then like you eventually start having to have conversations with the father and it makes you want it, 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 there are so many things that just make you want to keep moving forward in this game where you're doing the same fucking thing every right day. right right it's great wow. huh so so for so for like you know wanting to you know, like you just kick it on for twenty minutes, yeah, and, and then you knock done. one out, right? And, yeah. yeah, it's fun. Yeah, no, I look. I guess I'm gonna have to look in to see if it, seeing if it's on other platforms because if it's on a Switch, I don't have that. I think no, yeah, I think it's on pretty okay. much everything. If it's on everything, then I'll definitely look into that. I, it's like a twenty dollar game. It's okay, yeah, totally worth it. But anyway, so you were saying about doing a lot of things. Oh yeah, I no, just no, rambled. Look, I I totally get it. I have a game, the uh, Back for Dead. It's that zombie. Oh, yeah. yeah, I want to play that. Yeah, it's just I used hordes to... of zombies coming well, at you. Well, because it, it. it's it, it's like the spiritual successor of Left for Dead. For Left, uh, exactly. I used to. I remember um, one of my ex girlfriends, Tiff, who's a close friend of mine still. She's awesome. Good. Uh, we we used to play Left for Dead on our laptops. Right. Uh, and that was like I loved that game, and also my friend Danden, who I'm actually. I'm getting to go to Hawaii next month to go Fuck yeah. v- visit him, um, which I'm really excited about. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's, it'll be my first time in that state. Yeah, I've never been to Hawaii. That's that's amazing. I've been I, all around the world, never been to Hawaii. I mean, there's a small part of me that's like, you really think that with all the Omicron stuff? You know, oh, right, right, right. I'm not sure if I'm going to be allowed to do it during Omicronica. <laughs> But, Damn, that's a great fucking name. Yeah. How, how have we not done that over the holidays yet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but... uh. No, so I, I, uh, he, he had that game too, and I'll never forget this. So Danning came to do merch for this or the apocalypse. Okay. Which, when you're young enough, tell having your friend come do merch is like you're taking them on this like badass adventure, adventure yeah, vacation for sure. And we had this tour, and, and good God, this tour was so funny. It was, uh, it was this or the apocalypse. 
Woe of Tyrants and Brother Von Doom were the three bands. Wow. I don't know. So I don't know if you remember those either, those two bands. They were cool. Yeah. But the first day was in Missouri, the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, so we literally ate Thanksgiving with our families <laughs> and then we got in our van and I remember Danon came and he brought an Xbox and we had a TV in the van and nice. he plugged in Left for Dead. And for that was, and me and him played that on the Xbox. Yeah, literally all night. Okay. Um, I remember at a certain point I was like, "Yo, you know, would make this game way cooler," um, because the Xbox used to have a feature where you could load your own music. Oh so yes, I think that's right. We loaded yeah. the um, we loaded the soundtrack. Uh, I think we loaded the Danny Boyle soundtrack for Twenty Eight Days Later. Ah, okay. Which made right. it this like. Yeah, like epic, really cinematic, really, yeah, sure. but, you know, fun thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was the, the, the Left 4 Dead was like one of my favorite video game memories. Oh, you got because it, yeah. it was such a good f- game to play with your friends. Yep. And that's exactly what this is. So not only can you do, you know, getting four friends together, or you and three friends do the exact same thing that you used to, but then you can also do it by yourself as well. Okay. So it's a stress reliever in a way where you have thousands of zombies coming at you. You know, you're not going to continue as much yeah you're just playing to unload yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a stress reliever that's what it is yeah like i try to understand what about one of the one of like the least stressed out times i've ever had in my life i used to work for this company called bandigo and they still exist okay and what it is is it's like essentially a service where let's say you fly in from japan you're in a band you're going to play a tour you fly it in from japan what happens then ah you know what i mean and Usually what happens is a service like that, um, let's say if they can't afford a tour bus. Hey, get away from the door. It's going to start making noise. That's me. Get away from the door. He's telling me to get away from the door. (laughs) (laughs) Just chill out. Sit here. People are hanging out. So I had to talk to my dog for a second. (laughs) Yep. And then he just sits and he sits in front of people. Yeah. Makes them pet him, and then he just stares at me the whole entire time. Like, <laughs> he has this like weird Machiavellian. Yep, I'm playing his game. I yeah. I fell for his game. Yep. Now you're in the system. Yep. I'll never stop petting him. So, uh, yeah, no, but like I I used to just drive for like 12 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Swear to God, that was like that. I did it for months. It was like one of the happiest periods of my life. Wow. Just driving all day. Yeah. And I think it's because I managed to get in some almost like meditative state you know listen to all those albums and mm-hmm. podcasts and oh sure singing and and i think after a while like i think video games can sometimes he- help me get there but what really the only legit way to get in that state now for me is to read oh and not okay. not like on the phone right right you I have to have a... it there is something about my eyes scanning those words mm-hmm. that i think it bypasses a part of my brain that is always panicking understood you know yeah so are you Kindle or you have to have a physical book in front of you? I haven't tried to Kindle out, but they look pretty damn close to real pages. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know, I'll have to try it sometime. It might be worth, I mean, when you're touring and you're doing all that, I would assume you can't take as many books with you as you might like. Oh, I brought a bunch on the last tour. Yeah, yeah. And I learned something. I read the first few pages. I have all these old sci-fi books. Yeah, I'm looking at them right now. And a lot of them are from my... Uh, from one of my family members that left a lot of sci-fi books behind. And so sure. I brought a bunch of them being like, you know, I'm finally going to start reading, uh, I guess start reading grandpa's books. Mm-hmm. And, um, I made it a couple pages into the one <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to 
quick Google this author's name. And it was like, uh, it did confirm that there were large controversies about this author because of his views on women were <laughs> not exactly um, good. <laughs> good term. Okay. Uh, yeah. And, and I was just like, Grandpa. Oh, geez, Grandpa. God damn it. <laughs> so then you read more later. You just didn't want to do that in front of people. Yeah, so then I, and so then, then I yeah. binged them. No, yeah. I, you know, I I got through it. I I got, I got the gist. It yeah. was like, all right, this guy's like a space warlord or something, and he's going to command a bunch of battles. Cool. I don't cool. Know. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently had a lot of exploits with women. All right, got it. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, which is, that's not the problem. No, no. It's no. just the way that they're, it's it's the way that the book de- de- depicts women. Right. You know, some of these, uh, I guess some of these 70s authors weren't actually up to date on 2020 woke culture. Well, they should be canceled then. Yeah. That is for sure. I, I think God canceled this guy a while ago. <laughs> is that what death is? Is when God just had enough? He's like, you're canceled. <laughs> you're canceled. <laughs> I, your career is over. <laughs> I love that way of looking at things. <laughs> your career is over. Oh, that's amazing. Now, by the way, I'm going to switch up topics completely here. All right, let's go. Because, and you have to stop me if you've already talked about this with someone, because I want to be the original person. All right, all right, let's hear it. Okay. I watched an episode of something the other day that you were in. Is it on MTV? Yes. Oh, my God. Has anyone brought that up to you? Yeah. I don't know about on a podcast. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Like Uh, friends and stuff. I was on season one of Silent Library. That's right. Yes. I hated my life. <laughs> and that's kind of what I wanted to understand. Was that whole thing an act? Well, yeah. Well, I don't give a shit. I'll talk about it. It's That's not my wheelhouse. And, you know, I'm not like, I'm not waiting on bated breath for a call from MTV. You're not? Yeah. But you yeah. could be on ridiculousness. <laughs> Well, the thing about it is, um, all right, so here's our, our experience. Mm-hmm. Manager hits me up, forwards an email from okay. MTV saying, we've got a great look and they would love us to consider being on Silent Library. Okay. And my manager is like, this has got to be a prank. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. Like, he's laughing about this email. He's like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, I don't know. Hit him back. Yeah, see what's up. And the next thing I know, we have a casting call in New York City. Okay. And, you know, and we go, and me and my... uh, This was like the original lineup of this or the podcast. And honestly, we were like... We were really... We're just a group of nice, funny guys from Lancaster, and we knew how to make each other laugh. Okay. So we had to go through a bunch of readings and stuff, and we're making... We're fucking with one another. And they... they, It was very clear they loved it. Oh, of course. They loved it. Yeah, that's what they wanted. They were like, oh, that that went great. That went great. We'll be reaching out. I'm like, all right. So then they hit us up with the time for filming... And it fell during a tour. And the the thing about it is, is like, and and, and I can kind of see it now. Like, I can't really fault, um, I can't really fault like a, a TV, you know, station for not understanding the the terms and needs of a small metalcore band that was about to go on tour with Full Blown Chaos, See You Next Tuesday, and Rose Funeral. Oh, wow. But okay. Our filming was taking place during the tour. Mm-hmm. However... It was within driving distance oh. of the show the day before. So it was mm-hmm. like, well, we'll just have to 
you know, we hit up our booking agent. He was like, yeah, you guys can miss that show. I mean, we were one out of four. So, ah, gotcha. or, who okay. cares? Sure. You know? And, but like, <laughs> making like a hundred bucks a night on those tours. That's legit. The band, not, the band. not a person. Right. The, the band. band. Exa- yep, exactly. He was making, our payment was a hundred dollars a <sighs> night. And if we pulled you know six if if 60 kids show up to one of these shows you'd be like dude there's actually people here and you know and if you sell like 200 bucks of merch you, you'd have a good day back then sure. that's what those tours were like that's a fact mm-hmm. and um then you'd have some shows that were you would always like there'd always just be there'd be like five bad shows and then you get the, that one show where you're like dude that's you know it's there's whatever for whatever reason the city on this day is a good time to be here or, you know right so I reach out and I'm trying to figure out how, because I'm at, uh, at the time I was the band's tour manager. So I was like, hey, you know, you write a real nice email, but you're basically like, hey, so I understand there's going to be some winnings. Is there any way we can put those towards, a, can can MTV get us a hotel room? And I was like, you know, we're going to be losing our work for a day, but, you know, obviously we're prioritizing the show. Sure. You know, we yeah. want to do it. And, you know, in, in, in however many words they tell us, they're like, no, but, you know, you guys are going to get you know, you're going to get your winnings, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you make on the show. Like, all right. <laughs> so we get a hotel room. We, you know, we rest up. We, you know, we shower. We, because <laughs> I mean, like what? I'm like 21 at the time, 20? 22, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Something like yeah. that. And, you know, I'm, it's, it's cool. It's something I'm going to get to tell my parents. I'm going to be on, on MTV. And, um, and so we, we get to a TV station for our time. And I, we, we like had to wait around for like six hours. Wow. And, Keep in mind, there's a certain point where it's like, oh, and, and the guy in the email when he sent it, sent us the email, he's like, yeah, just uh, make sure to come hungry, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> make sure because I'm like, hey, I got to take care of my guys. Like, is there going to be is this event going to be catered? Sure. Yeah. Do I do I arrange everybody getting fed? It's like, oh, make sure to come hungry. We're going to take care of you. Yeah. They they gave us a bowl of bubble yum and Jolly Ranchers after wow. I like, bothered them like three times. We're sitting there for like six hours. Then they put us in front of a fucking camera and they're giving us this this contract to read out loud on camera like we're about to get killed by isis ah and and like where it's just like i understand that uh in the event of my debt and we are each like what I, i'm not <laughs> reading this fucking shit <laughs> yeah no i'm actually on camera i'm like if i die my family's suing the fucking shit out of you is there this you under go. like make no mistake and they're like we, we you know and they're basically trying to like bully us into reading this contract wow and then we're like beatboxing while like one's reading be like i sean has it. so i was like <laughs> <laughs> and they're just and at a certain point somebody says something along the lines of and, and i mean like we're not being like that aggressive or anything it's not turning no. into like a fuck you situation but i remember they were like very the attitude of the whole entire experience in that place was like hey you're getting to be on tv like that Uh. was like a message that was being communicated and to people who are already getting on stage every day yeah that's not a big deal yeah it's like you're you're giving me something i want but i think you're overshooting 
I, th- I think like the desperation out of the people you guys do. And that's the one thing about these TV channels is like they vet to try and find people they think are desperate enough to be yes. fun on TV. Right. And the thing is the whole entire experience given that guy zero. I love it. He was so nice. Oh, good. Okay. And he actually sent me a bit. He, he felt really bad because they never even mentioned the fucking band. Name. Yes. I was just about to bring that up. It they, was never on the screen. Because they said they were like worried about like copyright or whatever. And it was like, it's like, that's dude, you, the band. you had the opportunity to like. Yeah, I don't think it would have like really changed the needle that much, but at the time it felt when when that came out I, and and I just saw our band name wasn't on it, my heart sank. Yeah, I remember yeah. being like, "Oh, you assholes!" And they, so they never feed us. Somebody in the crew before us that got filmed, it, we had to wait so long because somebody got physically hurt. Oh, so that's why they were they were like all of a sudden like trying to scramble and figure out how to get a contract together so we couldn't sue them. Wow, got injured because okay. somebody rip their right buttock wide open on like some like th- holy some shit thing that they put together huh. and through the whole entire filming of the thing they kept trying to get us to redo reactions that already happened that were organic Oof. and funny and they're like can you laugh like that all right all right laugh like that again but i want you to grab that and say i'm gonna get this money and there was like moments where i was like i'd never say that yeah I'm, I'm not saying that and somebody i remember somebody said something they're like this one doesn't like authority <laughs> and it's like okay yeah true but fuck you like but the thing is none of these people were that much older they, they yeah were it would just, have to be they were people around our age who were just pitching the show to mtv yeah but i remember walking out being like i really kind of felt like those people wanted me to embarrass myself yes. as much as humanly Absolutely. possible and i walked away being like i don't like that no I really like. That. I don't no. like because because i can already see like somebody who's ex- who's thrilled to be on tv they get in there they'll give you like some they'll i mean like it's well known i've read on reddit like some of these people like they're encouraged to take like you know take some antidepressants drink some booze oh okay because they want them to be funny and the next thing you know they're just a joke on camera oh for sure saying things that that are like you know probably like slightly racist or funny or you know whatever Mm -hmm. thing and, and and it's nothing that like a balanced person's gonna look back on and be like oh man Glad I did Thank that. Thank God I was on that reality show where I yelled <laughs> at my girlfriend. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I could just see how the situation would have gotten out of control. There was one point where I was like, can we stop filming? Stop. Stop. Oh, really? Because Yeah, because Jack was like, they had somebody riding Jack like a horse. And it was just going Oh, that didn't make long. it on. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that wasn't on. That wasn't Yeah, because I asked to stop filming because I, I was just like, I don't want my f- friend doing that on TV. Right, right, right. And they were like, you can't stop. And I was like, well, I did. Right. You know, and then it got like awkward for a bit. I was like, sorry, I don't. Yeah. I didn't like that. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't. And like, you know, they try to talk to you like some authority, like you cannot do that. We're like, yeah, dude, this episode's a me. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's our episode. And I mean, like, they're kind of nice, but in retrospect, I remember it's like you could have at least just put the fucking band name on. Yes. I think that was a big thing when I saw it. I go, because I never watched Silent Library when it was on. Like, that wasn't a thing I would watch. But I was like, you know what? Let me check this out because I saw... Because it's very rare that that even comes up. I watched a couple minutes of it. I turned it off and I've never seen the rest of it. Now, do you remember... So you don't even remember... I was going to quiz you on your two challenges. Do you remember? There was something I had to, like, eat tuna off a mustache. Yeah, I was going to ask what that was because I didn't say that. Yeah, it was, like, tuna. Okay, ugh. That's fucking gross. Yeah. I, I, I... I used to eat out of dumpsters from like some of our early tours. I don't give a shit. And, uh, and you didn't. You didn't. And, but you did fail that one. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, and by the way, the laugh, the laughing thing. Yes. It was like complete, like they basically explained, to, which this is what also made it more fucked up is they were like, okay, so, um, you know, we just had to film enough of each one so they could make either of them. It, it, they could make it either a win or a loss, depending on how they wanted the gotcha. show to get paced. Oh, okay. So you'd have to just keep filming the whole thing. Wow. And then they would be like, okay, can we get more of you guys like hunched over and laughing? And like, can we get one where you guys are just, uh, everybody's kind of like, you oh know, no what's that yeah. you know just everybody's like not laughing as much sure and then they had to spend a while getting us to laugh into a microphone so they'd have audio to oh use. so a okay. lot of it was like and then there'd be ones where it's like you know okay hold him down and, and just and laugh like while you're holding him down right. like you know, the miracle of like, tv yeah, yeah you know what i mean you're right. just sort of like there were points where i was just like i don't think these people have been doing this very long no no i think during that time in MTV, probably from the early or mid '90s until probably mid 2000s, they were probably just like whatever. Whoever was running the ship was yeah, running the I, ship. I, they didn't care. I usually try to be like pretty positive about everything. Mm-hmm. Maybe I shouldn't be laying into MTV so much, but it's. I mean, like you know, I don't think it matters. <laughs> I don't really think I need them. <laughs> hey, if how anybody, dare you? Hey, hey, if any uh. Oh, they reached out to me <laughs> on Facebook. Somebody who like worked there was like, "Hey," and they uh they pitched uh, me being in naked dating. Oh, holy shit! And I remember so just do responding. You are gonna with do it. Hard pass. Oh, yeah. Like, hold up. <laughs> no I'm worries. Getting a, oh. This is live, baby. Woo! Hang on one sec. Not a problem. Chevy, I am doing a podcast. Can I call you back afterwards? All right. <laughs> all right. Text me. All right. Love you. Bye. That was Chevy Chase, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So here's here's the thing, because it's so funny that you mention people getting hurt. Yeah. Right. Because in your final challenge where you were strung oh, yeah, up something over. Yeah. That, oh, that whole a, apparatus fell. I got a strong talking to after that. But what did you do? Like, I think because uh, I grabbed somebody. There was like wiffle bats or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was hitting your I, junk. Yeah. Yeah I, I, yeah. I actually remember the filming of this. That was kind of like. I was pretty uncomfortable, and there was I would imagine. that was going on for a while. Oh, and I finally just ripped one of those out of. I didn't even think about it. I finally ripped one of them out of one of my bandmates' hands. And yes, I do remember that. And, and then the you started fell down. Yep, they were but, pissed. But that was also a genuine time where you could have been seriously injured because that was a huge apparatus of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and I was surprised that they didn't refilm that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but that was oh no, up. they like it was like I think there was a general consensus amongst all of us like we're done. Oh, okay, we're done. Oh, that was you were just like yeah, we're not we're, doing we're this done. anymore. Okay, I got you. Well, now here's here's the other question. So I remember how much you won. Do you remember that? And was that actually what you got paid for being there? I think I got eight hundred dollars. All right, so that's more then. So they gave you more because they said you won three thousand, and each bandmate got five hundred. Yeah, so I'm like, I, I, if I remember, or it might have been, I want to say at the time it was the most money I had ever received. At right. Once. That's what I, I would have assumed that if that money was for real, that it legitimately would help a band in your position at that time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, but we had to wait, like, um, I think we had to wait over 100 days for it. Oh, okay. So I, I kind of like, figured the money that Zero was giving out, I didn't think that was money that you got. Yeah, no, and they yeah. kept like asking us to like do cocky things, like we get the money and wave it and be like, "This is my money now." That's or awful. Something. It'd be Ugh. like, "Yeah, I'm not saying that, man." Yeah, that's not fun. I think that's they hated fun. us. <laughs> we're just like a bunch of kids from Lancaster who were just like, yeah, you know what I mean, like 
You're like, hey, I'm probably not going to be back. So, I mean. Yeah. Well, like- I remember I remember our merch guy, Ian, was with us. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He was there, Ian, too. Yep. And uh, he's so funny. Oh, my God. He is so funny. But I remember because when the food situation was going down, I was like, hey, um, you guys told us you were feeding us. Like, nobody's eaten yet today. Right. I remember um, the one. And she was really nice. I can't remember her name. Somebody who worked for the show. She was kind of like a production manager. And she was just trying to help the whole time. And mm-hmm. and, and she was like, I mean, I've got some Nutrigrain bars upstairs. And I just, I'll never forget. Ian was like yo that's actually crazy because i was trying to (laughs) she's pretty too he's like i was actually gonna see if you wanted to go get a nutrigrain bar after this with me (laughs) (laughs) did it work are they married now no oh damn it (laughs) damn it i think she was very much like you're gross oh okay it's all of us I'm sure MTV treated every band like that, though, yeah, too. Yeah, you're yeah. gross, especially if you're metalcore oh at the time. Gosh. Get out of here. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then year, it was like a year later, there was an episode of a, of a show called I Can't Believe uh, She's With Him, and they tried to get me to sign a release because, um, or they were, they actually were trying to block a This or the Apocalypse banner because they didn't want to worry about legal stuff for the show. Ah, okay. And I refused to take it down. Nice. And I remember they're explaining we had to because they're like, it's for a show. And, and I was like, yeah, I don't give a shit. And I remember being so, I don't care. Nice. The banner is staying up. Like, it's it's our, we're headlining the show. I don't care. And um, <laughs> they were like, we had to sign paperwork to have our, 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 our logo in the show. Because, mm-hmm. But they had to like go print the paperwork out from like a kinko's nearby and they uh, were so annoyed about it oh of course they were yeah was, and i was just like i don't care and i was just <laughs> like this is to make up for the time that you didn't mention my band in another show yeah and it's just so weird because i think the thing about it is was you know to speak broader on it i think there's always sort of this when you're in that circuit you're like in a smaller band that tours um y- y- you're kind of like um you always see these things like, oh, MTV or, you know, like it, it, you see these these a- areas where they're like people are making money and, mm-hmm. and, and people are showing up and stuff like that. You know, you get like a little bit of this like, you know, this chip on your shoulder. And I think at the time is funny because it was like, you know, a person's like, hey, we're, we're working on a show here. And you're like, there is this like sort of um, imbalance to the discussion where you're like, dude, you are at my show right you know what i mean where it's just like just because you brought some cameras into it doesn't mean that all of the sudden any of the like the show oh they also wanted to like change the amount of time one of the openers got because they needed to film more stuff oh and it just seemed like they you know and when it was being explained we're like no they play from this to this and they're like yeah but this is for sh- unfortunately we're gonna have to do this and you're like <laughs> you don't run the show like the promoter had to step in and kind of be like yeah no this is how it's gonna go right, right, right and there's just this sort of like um wait but but we work for tv thing mm-hmm. you know kind of like mm-hmm. in there and uh i haven't felt that so much now that i'm in ice nine kills like I, we meet people who work on movies we meet yeah, like yeah, of course all other mediums and nobody's been anything but friendly oh that's great yeah okay yeah you know, i have no experiences like that to, to count so i i think this was just like you know the way things were like yes the, 2009 2010 right. era right yeah i think culture has changed a significant amount since then well it's so crazy i try to yeah. explain that to people it's like i started touring at a year where there's still some like 
I saw people get stabbed and yeah. stuff like that. I've I've been there. Yeah. But but then I I went on warp tour with Unearth and Every Time I Die, mm-hmm. and I was in a situation where something happened at a bar. And I watched how those people handle public situations that goes down. And I was like, oh, shit, these guys started touring in like the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. They truly don't give a fuck. Right. Oh, no, it's completely different. Oh, yeah, for sure. Truly don't care. Yep. And it was, you know, and it's like all perspective because I think people, I imagine that if I was in a band that started touring this year. Mm Mm-hmm. I would be the 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 experiences you get are so drastically different, right? But then again, I don't know what smaller shows are like anymore. Not, to, <laughs> not like that. It's no. I saw Ricky's eyes. He, they lit up. He's like, I'm the fucking man now. <laughs> when Hawk plays a show, it's not a big show. However, we don't play like we'll play. You know, we don't play. Um, we don't really do like the fire hall circuits or anything. No, no. Right. We're, we're just not the type of band set up for it. We play with like e- DI amps and all that stuff. So the thing about it is, is I don't even, th- if somebody was like, Hey, do you guys want to come play this church? We have, vet- we have like shows, you know, in the back and sure. I don't even know, think we could, because then yeah. it's like, well, does your PA system have 32 inputs? And then that's when that part of the, the job starts. It'll be like, Oh no. It'll be like, we, well then, yeah. We don't even have speaker cabs. Right, right. But I used to grow up on those shows. You go to a fire. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, a see, church thing, yeah, yeah. You for go sure. see on broken wings. Yes, you I have they, a hoodie they, still. Oh to my this god, day, to this day, like the red cord or yeah. something like that. Yeah, by the way, I, I just want to hit something you said before. You said you're working with Bird in the Sky. Burden of the Sky. Yeah, the original, the one, the Christian metalcore band that no, hasn't. Oh, okay. No, I had to check. Okay. This, uh, this one's in. Uh, Illinois. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I was like, is Bird in the Sky coming back? Because that's was a. Was there another one? Yes, a very popular one in the early 2000s. Oh, shit. Yeah, they were touring around everywhere. I think they have, I want to say, two full length albums oh, that were shit. very, very popular. Oh, oh, yeah, for sure. Burden of the Sky. Wait, Look them up. Look them up. Maybe they used to. Well, no, because I know they've been around for a while. It could, but they haven't made an album for probably 15 years, somewhere around there. It could. It could be them from the older, ver- like, because I know this band's been around for a bit, but okay. they're kind of, they're sort of a little, like, little metal, little rock, like radio rock type stuff. Oh, well, may- they might have changed their sound, but okay. they used to be Christian metalcore. Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. I'll ask Josh. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I was actually working on one of their songs yesterday. I woke up at, like, 7 a.m. so I could, like, work on one of their songs before Christmas. Wait, was Santa already here, though? <laughs> Were you okay? Yeah. I just got to check. Okay. No, well, I had to go. I, I was going to meet up with the family, and it takes yeah. them till like, noon to do anything. Ah, okay. So, I, you know, I got a few hours in, and there's always that connotation when you send the text message with a Dropbox link on Christmas. It's like, hey, I worked on Christmas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've been there. I've been, no, uh, I understand. The only time, it was I the only time I could get it done. Right, know? right, right. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. But, so now, but you're consistently working with people on a regular basis, so mm-hmm. no matter what. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. That's just because one of the things I enjoy is, you know, following your social media and stuff like that. You can see anytime that you have a new band. So I actually get to learn about some bands because of you. There's some that I know, yeah. like Misery. Yeah, you know, yeah. I know uh, Wither Away. Yeah. You know, all that. Kind of, yeah. Oh, great guys. But there are some bands that I have no idea that I get to know because you promote them, which is That's obviously great. very, it's very important to the scene to be quite honest. Well, you know, we talk at some point I might need to like start a label or something like that. If, yeah. You yeah. know, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I, 
I'm still it's funny because you know I I'm I'm still learning like I woke up uh early today and you know I was like hey I'm just finishing up this rehearsal thing mm-hmm. um I I have I I I I still study and like I still watch videos and you know I'm learning a couple new um the, the right now I'm 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 uh, kind of doing a deep dive on melodies and and how melodies work and um cuz I I spent a long time studying chords and mm-hmm. I can talk pretty confidently about the way that chords work and something called like harmonic function and all this nerd stuff we don't have to get into <laughs> but uh I'm I'm doing the same with melodies right okay. now and and it's it's funny cuz you know I I shouldn't talk about this but <laughs> as I'm learning these things they start populating the band songs I'm working on and there's this kind of like you start getting a sense of how like every song you listen to there's there's parts about it that are that are there are parts about every song we listen to that are nearly identical sure so when a band tells you that they're going to be unique and they have a different sound um and then they show up with a drummer that's got a right crash left crash hi-hat ride cymbal splash china china and then you know double kick snare tom oh, sure. tom yeah. and then they have two guitar players are playing distorted you know one's kind of a little bit shreddier and you know kind of and the other one's like the guy who's like really big on tone and then there's a bass player and he's mostly playing like just a low octave of what the guitar player is playing they play along with the kick pedal and the snare is usually there to reinforce the third beat i've never heard this before this sounds awesome yeah yeah well i hope more people do this so so they're already doing like (laughs) I, i don't know you could if you start there like you're already you're doing like 40 of the same, you know, you, you got to list like 40 things that you're doing that are, that are uh, uh, just tried and true traditions. I just take that a few steps past that and I'll just be like, all right, well, I'm working. I think I'm going to try using this, like this chord again and use it in this way in this song. And I'm going to try to base the instruments around it this way. And I'll usually end up exploring that idea on a few songs that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> And I try to do it in a, enough of a different way that nobody would ever notice. But it's so funny because um, I went on a dive. Like there was a couple songs I was listening to, and the song was based around um, a specific chord. Okay, uh, moving up and da- like up a half step and then back down. And there's a, like the specific type of tension. And I got really hooked on it. And I worked on three songs that use that concept with other artists. And you know, because I was able, their songs were kind of like enough in that lane that it seemed like it would work it's like okay it sounds like you want something kind of dark and tense i can kind of help offering that by driving it in this direction Ah. and you know basically you're it it was at the time that's the stuff i had the most fresh in my head because i'm basically going through a whole series of learning about this one thing Mm -hmm. so um i tend to get really fixated on whatever i'm learning and so the only way that i can in good conscience you know work on people's stuff is i have to continue to keep learning stuff so i'm sure. always adding to it because i don't want to just like run out of shit and then all of a sudden everybody's got the same you know the same tricks used on it i mean right. they've got to start with their own music and i'm just stepping in helping mm-hmm. you know but um that that's something that it's funny so i'm like i'm going through this whole thing and um and i kind of have a thing that i was doing today that i was like oh i'm probably going to use that on like a couple songs for sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're yeah. Just sort of yeah. like I'm the, nobody needs to know. No, that's that's pretty funny. Now, obviously, you're going to be playing tomorrow. You're have you have a sold out show for yeah, Toda, yeah. and then not, the next day, not because of me. 
That's all August Burns Red. <laughs> well, August Burns Red also put you guys on the Wednesday show yep. as yep. well. So my question is, all this learning that you've been doing over so many years, we talked earlier about how you're listening back to some of the old stuff and you're rehearsing, yeah. and you're like, wait a second, why did I do that? Why did I do this? Are you going to be able to modify what you want to do or how whatever take you want to hit what you can hit now compared to what you could well, do before you know I what i mean so i uh, like we finally watched alien for the first time yesterday and good wait g- what that's the first time i've seen it it's amazing. i i'm i don't know what to say yeah, I'm yeah. Kinda, it's amazing like, okay go ahead I, i'm like trying to get caught up i i there's a lot of stuff i got it i haven't even seen groundhog day I, I know i know but now here's a question though have you seen aliens without seeing alien no, I watched some of Alien versus Predator. <laughs> okay, so let's get rid of that. I so, did see. I see, did see Prometheus. Oof, that was tough. Yeah. Uh, sorry. You saw Alien. You're gonna see Alien soon, hopefully. Yeah, probably. That's we, even better. Okay. Than Alien. So, okay. just to let you know, that's that's how good so those every, movies well, are. Well, so everybody was like, "Come on, man." We won't watch this. I'm like, all right, I was down here rehearsing. And By the way, re- what a great Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> I uh so I was I was rehearsing uh and I record myself mm-hmm. and I sit there with an EQ and I sort of like scan around and listen to different parts of the voice and I always find an element that I'm like, okay, that's my little focus, a tone that I wanna focus on there. And it's funny because I so I save all my takes and you know, with every rehearsal and I, sure. I, and I go cycle through them, you know, listen. And what I, I, what I've been finding is like, I'm, I'm actually able to do the thing. Like I, I know what I was trying to accomplish in this or the apocalypse vocally, um, was basically, I loved bands like defeater. Oh, sure. Defeater yeah. and verse. And like, I really, uh, the carrier, I'm not just trying oh, to pander well, to somebody from Boston. It's just, it, but I get it. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I get it. I, I loved um yeah, there's one from Baltimore um called Ruiner I loved, but mm-hmm. I love these like human sounding broken up voices and mm-hmm. I was always trying to apply that to metalcore. Um and and it, I always had trouble um making my voice do what I wanted to, where it's like I was going for like kind of like um, you know, just like a belting, like you know yet like kind of an urgent sounds like somebody like just flipping out and full of energy Mm -hmm. but um you know i never was able to really figure out the like harmonic uh you know like the 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 part of the voice that actually has like the tone in it as much so it kind of just you know when i listen to all 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 my stuff you know i'm just like man i really did sound like a bird squawking (laughs) And but I'm like able to revisit all these vocal parts and kind of like analyze it a little bit now with the things I know and be right. like, oh, if I would have just strove to hit this note consistently and if I would have held it in this, if I would have focused on like this little chunk of, of, of you know, EQ here, I can manipulate that pretty easy. And it kind of sounds like the thing that I was always trying to do. Huh. But, you know, I never had that before. So it, it's just my voice would vary so much from night to night. I would just get on stage and whatever came out, came out. Sure. And then you start um, gaining all these superstitions along the way. Ah. You know what I mean? Where sure. you're just like, yeah, yeah. oh, I think I did really good today because I had my in-ears up down really quiet or I did this or, you know, I oh, I love this microphone. And you start getting all these like superstitions and stuff like that right. rather than 
you know, functional knowledge, but now I, I record vocalists, including myself, and I want to be able to know it intimately right right, all, right from the get-go, mm -hmm. just simply because for my job, I need to. Oh, yeah, you know. of course. Wow. Yeah, so, damn, man. You know, by the way, we are almost an hour. Oh, that's okay. how long this. So we'll we'll go a little bit more. But um, so you might want to cut some of the me talking shit on a TV. No, I can't. That's like the best. Look, I got to tell you, the reason why I love in person interviews so much is because I can't edit as much as I can. Yeah. If you leave me alone with separate tracks of stuff, then it'll take days for yeah, me yeah. to edit things because I'm looking for every little imperfection mic change all that kind of stuff that i can fiddle with i'm sure you do the exact same oh, thing yeah. with your music so i do that with podcasts with this the way that we're set up now i can't do that much with it nice which is awesome for me because then it takes all the stress away and people can be like oh you fucked up that word or you did whatever like yeah i guess i can't do anything about it it's just the way it is fair enough all right let's go which i yeah that's that's what i enjoy so we're coming up to 2022 yes now I know, well, everyone knows what you've been doing. What's the thing you're looking forward to the most? Are you looking forward to getting out there with Ink, working on Hawk? What's the thing? God, I I just don't have the framework to <laughs> decide something like that. Like, I, I I have to get excited about things, like, when they're about to happen. Okay, so it's, like, you know right I mean? before. Like, I don't think, I mean, that, that um the Motionless and White uh, yeah. Black Veil Brides Ink Tour, that's going to be awesome. Right. Uh, there's a lot of people on that tour I like. Oh, good. Uh, personally. Okay. And I've been waiting for that tour for a long time. I think a lot of people have. It yeah. just makes sense. Right. You know, mm -hmm. I, specifically with Motionless, um, because Black Veil does definitely fall under that category. And that band is, they have a huge draw and they're just oh. a great, they're a great yeah. band. Sure. Um, they're like, well, they're like one of our only actual hair metal bands right now. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, no, really. They're it's carrying true. a, they are carrying a tradition mm -hmm. it's time honored yep but the uh you know specifically my first tour with ice nine kills was with motionless and white ah right that's and was it, 2018 it takes or? up of yeah it's 2018 yeah. it takes up a very special place for me sure you know what i mean and uh but i don't think i'm the only person that it takes up a special place for oh okay you know? Yeah, that's I think nice. there are so many people at those shows who really saw that combination of, you know, spooky bands sure. as <laughs> something they really care about. And then, right. you know, we've had like members change, you know, yeah, change bands from and, one camp yep. to the other mm -hmm. and things like that. And so, you know, obviously like Justin and is somebody I I do love and miss. And, mm -hmm. and uh, so, so it'll be it, it'll be cool to actually you know, get on that one again, because I think it is going to bring back a, a pretty happy time in my life because nice. I, yeah. I randomly landed a tour and now I get to, you know, right. do that. So, yeah. um, but, so I am excited about that Hawk. Um, we have a batch of songs I want to release. Mm -hmm. Uh, they're not very heavy. Uh, That's so fun. we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, but I put a lot of work into them. Nice. Uh, we've been working on videos and stuff, uh, for production. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm starting to like write with more people that are, I think, uh, playing to a lot of different people. And, you know, I, I really, I love learning and I love getting a chance to take the things I learned and apply them to things I'm working on. So I'm excited for that. I just can't, I couldn't ever choose what thing I'm more or less excited about. No, I gotcha. Now, let me, let me ask a very cliche question to finish up here. Now, do you do 
any type of New Year's resolution no. kind of thing. No, me neither. No, no. Yeah. I, That's why it's an easy question sometimes <laughs> to ask people. It's like, it's either, yes, this is the biggest thing in my life and I'm talking about going to the gym and whatnot, or it's just, no, I don't do it. Yeah, I mean, I just try to be that all the time. Yes, right. But, you know, if, if there's something I feel like I'm not doing enough of, I, I'd rather just start solving that right then. Yeah, yeah. You know? No, Nothing you, ever gets done where it's like, man, right. I'm going to have to do that some other time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was funny. No, man, I think, look, we're we're about time. I know you've got a lot of shit to do. do it's the holidays. I appreciate it. I appreciate you taking the time. Like I said, maybe we'll go over the mystery of how somehow we didn't know each other back in the day, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have we'll to actually, do that. Yeah, we will actually have to sit and figure that out that's actually pretty damn funny look people who are listening you don't understand how our mind like this might not even have been the best interview because i think both of our minds have been blown the whole time of what we talked about before we actually turned the recorders (laughs) so man i just want to say i will have links in the description of the episode so that we will have everything available for people to follow you to buy merch to do everything so that you've got you know production company or production studio yeah. all that kind of stuff i have links for all that but until then what is the best way for people to support you um i don't know man i don't, I don't even i guess just keep commenting on my instagram okay there you <laughs> no, go because <I> don't... <laughs> Because at this point, I'm just trying to get companies to give me stuff. Yes. Now, I will tell I will tell you, probably the best way to get stuff is your dog's Instagram account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll yeah. plug that, Starbucks too. Co- yeah, yeah. Coffee. <laughs> I'll put a link on there, too, Dude, because he, he is not, adorable. He has not left your feet. Yep. He he is very adorable. Yeah. He's, this is fun. He's my best buddy. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much, Ricky. Much appreciated. Hey, thanks. And, yeah, I think that's... I don't... Closing out a show in front of somebody is always way more awkward than doing it when you're far away. I don't know why, but I want to thank you once again. Happy holidays. I wish you the best. I think you're doing the best. I don't I don't think anyone's in the position that you're in right now. Oh, thank you. You're killing it. Yeah, man. Absolutely. I, I, uh, I, I strive to one day think that. You know I hope I mean? you get there like too. It's a, it, I, I, I told somebody this recently. I was like, oh, I have learned how to weaponize my imposter syndrome. <laughs> like, no, it's, I mean, like it just closing words. Yeah. That's, you know, part of the, I think part of the gig for a lot of people, I think uh, the pandemic probably, you know, made it a lot worse for a lot of sure. us. Oh no, for sure. But like you, th- there is no soul on the world that can convince me that I'm like, you know, I, that, 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 that this is enough, you know what I mean? Right. And, but I've, I've kind of come to accept that as, as a thing, be like, well, you know, maybe that's just fine. Right. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I'm like getting up early and like, you know, doing work on Christmas and yeah, yeah. like getting out to my living room because it's like, I got to watch some random dude on YouTube tell me stuff I mostly already know just in hopes he can explain it to me in a way that can help me figure out a problem. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, and I I don't, I don't really want to lose that aspect, but at the same time, I really do appreciate that. Absolutely. man. Yeah. It's nice. No, for sure. (laughs) All right. We're going to leave it there. Thank you so much, buddy. I'm sure we'll talk in 2022 for sure. Hell yeah. Thank you.